All right, uh, it's kind of late, I'm kind of tired, but uh, and there's actually a bunch of stuff to cover that I wanted to talk about. Um, and I actually made some notes for once. Um, the reason is I had a few people tell me and write to me and, and a couple of conversations online with some friends um, and in, in person as well over the last day or whenever since I last made the last video and there's uh, there's a lot of confusion out there and a lot of apparently quite lost people and uh, so I think I'll title this something like uh, finding a wife for for like young men you know for guys who are just starting out or a bit lost or don't know what to do so it's not about women it's about you being a man and being able to live in the world and getting happy, creating a family, uh, having a purpose, you know, in life. Because if you're not going to create a family, if you're not going to make a family, then what are you living for? Now, I want you to keep a couple of things in mind throughout this little video. One is there will be times when I, I might sound like I'm preaching at you or telling you what to do or whatever. It's not the intent. I'm just not very much a people person. So, you know, I tell you how to do shit and then either do it that way or, you know, try to do it a different way and you'll probably fuck it up and then see how it works out for you. But, you know, it's the same like, like in training, you know, you'd get these guys come in and say, oh, but I know to do this and that and that and the other. And I said, well, I don't care, whatever. You know, this is how you try and, try and block this punch. This is how, how you do it. And then they'll be like, but I got to learn. I said, look, man, do what you want. I'm going to punch you in the face now. I've told you how to block. I've shown you how to do it. You do what you like. See if it works out for you. And then they get hit in the head. And by the third time, they realized maybe they should just kind of take it from somebody who's been there a lot longer than they have and done it a lot more than they have. That said, part of the reason that I know the things that I know is because I've made probably more fuck-ups than most humans. I've also experienced more things than most humans. I've traveled more than most humans ever will. I've lived in different countries. I speak different languages. I've been with plenty of different types of women. I've been divorced twice. Um, so, you know, there's two ways to look at it. You know, you could look at it like, well, this guy's a giant fuck up. Why should I ever listen to anything he says? Good luck with that. You know, if you can do better, go for it, man. And the other way is I'm, I make the fuck ups because I'm curious and I'm not scared. And they can be a dangerous combination, you know, those two things. But it doesn't mean I don't learn from my fuck-ups. I do, and I'm kind of an extremist in many ways. So I go pretty deep into the error or into the mistake or into the false path before I check it all out and say, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, this is definitely the road to hell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's hell. There it is. Now, oh, there's Cerberus, you know, the three-headed dog. Oh, let me just get past him. Yeah, there's the guy with the boat. Definitely hell. Yeah. Oh, there's demons. Oh, let me just see if I can take out a demon, you know. And before you know it, I'm like really deep into this stuff. And then it's like, okay, learned that lesson. And then I never touch it again. So, for young guys to find a good wife. You have to start from some basic, basic stuff. The first point is objective reality is a thing. Reality is a thing. You have to operate on reality. You can't operate on your feelings and you can't believe the bullshit. Okay. There's only two sexes, male and female, and it's called sex, not gender. Gender is a grammar thing. Sex What's between your legs. You're either male or female. There's a very tiny number of people that are born hermaphrodites, but they'll still generally have XY chromosomes or XX chromosomes. There are the odd ones that will have XXY chromosomes. They are very uh, strange freaks of nature. That's not their fault or anything, you know. I, I'm, I met a girl that was um, what they call a chimera, I think. She didn't have ovaries and... and uh, she she had a partial uterus or whatever. Um, it was 
really kind of weird, you know, so she was sterile, basically, she wouldn't be able to have kids, um, but she was a woman, you know, definitely acted like a woman, behaved like a woman, but she had uh, three chromosomes or whatever, you know, she had that X, XXY, I think, or something like that, it was a chimeric type thing, and I don't know exactly how it works, it was just kind of strange, but anyway, the, sorry for the digression, the point is, there is an objective reality, you need to know that. If you don't know that, take yourself to the nearest wall, move your head quite sharply towards it. It will hurt. That's what reality is like. Believe that. It doesn't matter, okay? Point number two, it doesn't matter. All your philosophical bullshit, oh, but maybe we're just somebody's dream. It doesn't fucking matter. For all intents and purposes, that wall is there and it will break your nose and your skull if you hit it hard enough. That's all that matters, okay? So point number two, use the model. It doesn't matter if you don't believe in God. It doesn't matter if you think Christianity is crazy. If the model works, use it until you find a better model, okay? Now, I'm gonna be 50 in a few months and I spent most of my life thinking Christianity was absurd because I didn't know anything about it, really. All I knew was what I was told and what people tell you it is and what you think it is and what you see on TV it is. It's not that. That's a lie. And I've been pretty successful in a number of things, okay? I've pretty much anything I put my mind to, I can be successful at. I've done a lot of weird different things. I've had lots of different jobs, uh, you know, uh, and even, you know, with my crazy brain, whatever, eventually, when I put my mind to something, I get it right, okay? So, all I'm telling you that for is, Christianity is the best model of reality that I've come across. Christianity is real. It, it answers the question of evil. It answers the question of why horrible shit happens on the planet. And people, you know, to good people, to innocent people, like why the fuck, you know, would God, you know, the atheist, the normal atheist thing is like, but why would God let children starve? Because it's not God. We're under the dominion of Satan here. And it explains a lot. And you can't have free will without evil. You can't. Because free will implies that you have the ability to choose evil, to choose wrong. To reject God, and if you reject God, and God is all good, and all love, and all justice, what do you think you're going to come up with? The opposite of that. Error, sin, fallibility, evil. And this planet is under the dominion of the enemy. So, that's our job here, remember. We're a church militant. That's why the Catholic Church is called the church militant. Our job here on earth is to fight against the darkness, is to resist. We're behind enemy lines. We're soldiers behind enemy lines. That's what we are here. And that's the best description of reality that you're ever going to find. So pick up that Bible, read it. It's good for you. But even if you don't, reality remains reality. It's real, okay? And I've lived in the material world most of my life very successfully in some in some cases in some aspects and i'm telling you that there is a reality above the material world that makes the material world looks like dog shit at its best okay so i'm just letting you know start there objective reality exists and the model that explains it best and that predicts it best use it doesn't matter if you you know what you believe use it be like sherlock holmes Whatever is left after you remove the impossible, however improbable, must be the truth. That's it. Now, if you are going to find a good wife, you have to keep in mind above these, you know, these two points are pivotal. They're the base, okay? Objective reality and use the, the model that works best. Those two are your foundation. But just above those are three other points. First thing, effort is required. It's not optional. Effort is required. You're going to have to work your ass off because you're going to have to learn things. You're going to have to learn skills. You're going to have to do. 
and that requires effort. Anything worthwhile requires effort. Finding a good wife and creating a good family that doesn't end up in divorce and fucked up kids and all that shit. And trust me, I know all that side of it. So, you know, I'm telling you how to avoid the pitfalls that I've, I've fallen in. It requires effort, a lot of effort, because it's a very good price. It's a very big price. So you're going to have to work hard at it. Don't pussy out. Don't wimp out. It's going to be tough. Deal with it. Understand that from the get-go, okay? But understand, it's doable. It's doable for any one of you. I don't care if you're five foot two, fat and hairy and with a small dick, okay? You can find a good wife and have a good, happy family. You can. You'll just have to work harder, all right? And it doesn't mean that you'll end up worse off. You will have to work harder, but you might end up better than everybody else because family has to do with God and has to do with ultimate truth and love. And love is above the material world of things. And you can only understand that once you truly, truly get it. And very few people know what real love is these days. Very few. I didn't. Most of my life I didn't know what it was. I thought I knew. I was wrong. So effort is required. Point number two. You need background data first. You need to know how to think because objective reality is real. You need to know how to do basic logic. You need to know how to know when something is true or false. You need to know how to think and that requires effort. And if you probably never got taught this at school, you probably will never get taught this at school. So read. Get old books, not new books. Don't get it off the fucking internet on your Kindle. Go to a goddamn library and pick out a book. Try and read some Plato. Try and read some Aristotle. Try and read some Seneca about Stoicism. Try and read Dante Alighieri's uh, um, Divine Comedy. Learn a new language. You know, it's easy. Get the Pilm Pimblizer uh, CDs and play them and you, you, learn, you learn how to speak a language in, in like a month. It's awesome. They're awesome CDs. Duolingo and all that shit. Forget that. Get Pimblizer CDs. I'm not affiliated. I don't get a penny for it. It's just I've used them. They're great. You have to learn how to think. You have to learn to differentiate the truth from the lies. And you're being lied to all the time. You're being lied to all the time. Don't let that lead you to despair. Don't despair. You see, and it's a lot easier not to despair if you are a Christian. As a non-Christian, I never despaired. Never. It's just not in my character. But if I were to compare my life before I became a Christian and after I became a Christian, that my life before Christianity is like a constant, never-ending battle in no man's land. You're permanently in no man's land and you're constantly at war with the whole world and it doesn't matter how many battles you win it's endless most human beings get crushed by that give up they get weak i didn't get weak i didn't give up i didn't stop fighting so god decided to break me a little bit to show me there's something else. Then came Christianity. Once you, my life after Christianity. So before I was in a total fight forever in no man's land with no purpose because you're in no man's land. What are you fighting for? You don't even know which side you're on. There is no side. It's just war, constant war. After I have a side, I got a uniform on. I know what I'm fighting for. And I'm good at fighting because I spent 43 or 44 years out there in the fucking no man's land. And now I come here and these guys got uniforms, they got bullets, they got food. And they look at me and they're like, you know, war is hell, buddy. I'm like, what the fuck do you know, man? I've been out in the wilderness. The strength you get from Christianity in terms of knowing who you are and having a purpose is unmatched there's nothing like it 
I have endured things that would have destroyed me in a matter of days. I've endured them for years. And, uh, and then you see a purpose behind things that you never could have in your worst nightmares imagined even existed, but it does. And God can turn any evil into good. So I strongly suggest you look into Christianity and learn how to think, learn how to, to think logically. So quick recap, objective reality, use the model, look into Christianity, effort is required, it's not an option. Learn how to think, learn how to know things, learn how to think properly, correctly, learn how to do basic maths, learn how to do basic logic. And then if you've done all that or, you know, because there's different peoples, right? You might be 18 and starting out in life. You might be 35 and have been lied to and fucking bullshitted so much that you haven't got a fucking clue and you've got to start from scratch again. So, you know, the, th the points I've just made, keep them in mind and use them accordingly, right? If you already know how to think, if you already know how to do logic, if you already know how to tell truth from lies quite well, okay, then move on to the next step. Then the next part is, and I am going to use Vox's social sexual hierarchy because it's useful. And it's not about women. Again, this is just about men. It's a hierarchy of men. Know who you are. Know where you fit in. Know yourself. Don't bullshit yourself. Don't bullshit others. Know what you are. Okay. And the categories, uh, as, as Vox has them, are um, alphas, bravos, deltas, gammas, omegas, uh, lambdas, and sigmas. So alphas generally won't be watching this video. And if they are watching it, they'll probably be trying to mock it and trying to say, I know better and I'm this and that, whatever, you know. So they don't need a lot of um, advice on, on how to get with women. They probably need more advice on how to stay with one woman, not cheat on her, uh, be good, not end up in jail and... Because if you're an alpha, you know, real true alphas are, are like almost extinct. They might live out in the steppes somewhere where there's practically no law and, not, you know, but a, a real alpha is, is, a, is a powerful beast. What we have now that we call alphas are just kind of, kind of popular braggarts is the way I interpret them. Because the thing I don't generally like about a lot of alphas, not all alphas, you know, there are still some, some, some true ones, but a lot of alphas, there's a lot of showmanship. There's a lot of bluster. There's a lot of, I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. And then when the shit really hits the fan, and I'm not talking about, you know, there's a random fist fight. I'm talking about when there's fucking six people surrounding you trying to kill you. And it's just you and, and this guy, and they, they sometimes just collapse. They break, you know? When it's like, fuck, now you either die with honor or, or live with shame. Alphas sometimes bend. And not all of them, but, you know, it's, it's, it's a quality I've noticed in them, which, you know, I, I, my instinctive reaction to alphas is like, yeah, you're a bit full of shit, you know. So don't be that guy, you know. If you're an alpha, be a proper alpha. Have honor, behave good, behave good, do good, you know, be, be good to your woman, like be loyal to her, don't, don't cheat on her, don't fuck her around, don't waste her time. Pick a good one, stick with it, you know, help her, be the man. Bravos, you know, sorry, and to go back to alphas, remember the, the biggest challenge for the alphas is to keep your moral character. Remember what I said. Effort is required. That'll be the, the challenge for the alpha to keep on the straight and narrow. Okay. Bravos generally are the best type of guys. They're loyal and and they're loyal on an innate level. So to get women, they might have to check a little bit their uh, natural innate desire to give loyalty because 
if you give loyalty to a woman the same way you'd give it to a male friend, they lose they lose attraction for you, they lose respect for you because it's different, you know. Women don't like to have everything served up to them in, on a platter. Um, they need to earn it. They need to feel they've earned it, and then they they appreciate it more. You know, the bored uh, housewife married to a billionaire who gets a new Porsche every weekend. She's bored of Porsches. You know, she will cheat with the garden boy just because he says, you rich bitch, suck my dick, you know. Um, while they, they, the hardworking housewife who's married to a poor farmer who like can barely afford food, but, you know, at night he sings her to sleep or whatever with his little flute because that he made himself. That a woman appreciates, you know, because it comes through hardship, through through sacrifice. Um, and in doing that, if you're with the right woman, right, because you could be married to a narcissistic fucking evil bitch, you know, some of us know what that's like. But um, if you're, uh, you know, if you're married to a good woman, your sacrificing for her will have her start to sacrifice for you. And it becomes a, a, uh, what do you call it? A um, not a, the opposite of a vicious circle. Instead of um, virtuous, it becomes a virtuous circle, where she does more for you and you do more for her, and she does more for you and you do more for her, and it's beautiful. You know, then that's how it should be. Um, so, but if you're a Bravo, that's your natural tendency. You might have to curb it a little bit because let her work for it a little bit. You know, she might be the one, but. Let her earn it every day. And um, and then she'll, you know, because Bravos are generally loyal, they're generally very much do, doing type of people, you'll be fine, you know, once you, once you go with her. Um, also, if you're a Bravo, be careful. You know, be careful of fakery in women. Like, look, all women are kind of dishonest to a certain extent in, in a way that, you know, man to man, if I say... A man is honest. We all know what that means as men. But honesty from a woman is a different thing. You know, like men think in straight line. Honesty, women think in loops and circles. So you can't apply your standard of honesty that you have for a ma male friend to your woman. It's not, it doesn't work that way. I'll come back to that in a minute. But anyway, for the... For the bravos, don't don't give everything on a silver platter for, for at first. You know, just understand that the order is God, man, woman, child, and you know, back to God. It's not about misogyny or control or any of that. You know, women need to be led, and doesn't you know, led doesn't mean con like forced. You know, it means led. It means shown the way and corrected when they're wrong, you know, and corrected in a in a nice way, in a good way, you know, not like, you know, like the joke, what are you doing out of the kitchen? You know, you, you've got a black eye, you see a woman with two black eyes, you got told twice to stay in the kitchen. Not that, not that control, you know, that's not good. Uh, like lead, you know, lead. Help her to 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 understand her role, just like you have to understand yours, right? That's what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to teach you your role because I know a little bit more. If you're 20, I know a hell of a lot more than you. And I'm trying to tell you what's good for you, yeah? So to help you be happier, be better, be a better person. You're, you have to do the same for her, right? Because you have to if you if you are a Christian, then it's easier because you have rules from God. You follow those rules. You do become better. And your woman will become better when you're better. And so on and so forth. And if she doesn't, if she turns out that she doesn't become better, you know, that, oh, she gets worse or she expects more, maybe you pick the wrong woman, you know. So be careful in your choice, in your, in your choosing, right? If I remember, I'll talk a little bit about the morality, sex before marriage and all that. But right now, we're just doing the basics. If you're a Delta, if you don't know what these things are, Alpha, Bravo, Delta, go and look up Alpha Game. It's one of Vox's old blogs. 
or just Google social sexual hierarchy Vox Day and it should come up. Deltas are sort of like the, the, the normal, most, most good men are deltas. <sighs> Pardon me. Most good men are deltas. And uh, generally all a delta has to do is sta hold, stand his ground. You know, don't take shit, don't let yourself get pushed around. And maybe add a little bit of adventure, a little bit of excitement, have a, a little bit of mystery to your life or a strange hobby or take up a martial art, you know, become good at some little side thing besides your day-to-day -day job and that sort of stuff. And, you know, be, 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 just be yourself, be your happy, normal self, try and be a bit more social maybe. Uh, depending on the type of delta. Some deltas are very social, very happy-go-lucky, very friendly. And a woman would do well to get married to a delta, you know. So um, if there's any women listening, don't ignore the delta. That guy is a solid man. And generally deltas will be, you know, of course it depends on the individual, but as a, as a group, they're generally quite loyal. They don't expect too much and they, they give a good day's work, you know, they, they, uh, they try and provide and so on. So deltas are, are good, good all round generic guys, you know, gammas, I'm genuinely trying to help. All right. But I can't stand gammas. They're like my fucking nemesis. They, I, I crush them in life at, at a, you know, face to face on, on every level. I just beat them down every time I, I come across them. I just, I don't want anything to do with them, but I am genuinely trying to help you. If you're a gamma, the best advice I can give you to get a woman and to get a wife and to have a family is stop being a gamma. Go to Alpha Game and look up a series of posts called Graduating Gamma. It was written by a guy who changed from a gamma to a delta. I've never read it, but people that have said good things about it. I know people that were gammas that have become deltas and they swear by it. And, um, you know, I respect those people very much. So I'm not being dismissive. I'm just saying I'm probably not the best person to give advice to a gamma because they're my antithesis, they're the antithesis to what I am. They're the opposite in just about every facet. So. Uh, don't be a gamma, you know, learn to become a delta, learn to stop your gamma tendencies. And as a gamma, you're generally smarter than average. So use that to your advantage to see that you need to change. Your identity needs to change for you to be happier. You need to do that. You just got dealt a bad hand of cards or whatever, but that's what you need to do. Omegas, Similar advice, stop being Omega. Now, for an Omega, the effort is going to be harder than for a Gamma. So for a Gamma to stop being a Gamma, it's, it's hard, like it's hard for everybody, okay? It's going to be hard, but it's very much doable. For an Omega, it's going to be harder, not because it's necessarily any harder. It's actually easier for an Omega to, to stop being an Omega. It's only harder because they are damaged so much that they generally tend to lack absolutely any confidence and they get disheartened at the first sort of, you know, stop at the first little hurdle they, they give up. And that happens because they're damaged people. You know, they've been damaged usually when they were kids. Maybe they were sexually abused. Maybe they were hurt. Um, and all I can tell you, you know, if you're an Omega, um, I'm sorry that I can't give you better advice because I, I have no idea what it's like to be an Omega because, you know, I, I've been certainly put in the position where I was expected to be an Omega. But I was born with an instinct to, to fight back. Uh, and if you just have that, even if you're dumb, stupid, or anything else, that, that's enough. So all I can tell you as an Omega is persistence is your word for life, okay? Do not stop, do not give up. If something doesn't work out, try, try again. Don't get, don't beat yourself up about it. Don't, don't get, you know, don't whip yourself every time you screw something up. Just do it again, do it again. Watch and learn, watch and learn, watch and learn. You don't, you know, you just go through pain, you live with pain pretty much all day, emotional pain, physical pain, whatever. So 
use your ability to tolerate that level of crushing soullessness to become something other. And don't let anybody tell you that you can't change. It's absolute bullshit. Absolute bullshit. I don't care if you're manic depressive or whatever. Okay. There are studies that have shown that people watching themselves smile in the mirror 20 minutes a day fucking gets them out of depression. All right. So it's all about your neurology. You got to rewire yourself. So write down who you want to be, what you want to become. Be realistic at first because that'll change and you will overcome whatever you write down. You will do better than that. If you start out with a realistic thing, which is like, you know, I'm an Omega. I just like to be able to talk to women and get a girlfriend. Let's say that's your aim. That's absolutely doable. Just do it in little steps and never give up. Never give up. Just keep going. You will learn. Seek and you shall find. Word of the day for Omegas. Perseverance. Seek and you shall find. Okay. Those two things. And and there is no way out of it for an omega, for an omega or a gamma other than doing it. Stop talking about it. Stop thinking about it. Do it. Do it. Remember, effort is required. And, uh, you know, you've got lambdas. Lambdas are homosexuals. I can't tell you anything about that because I don't, don't know anything about them. Uh, I would suggest that if you're a homosexual, there's a very likelihood, very high pers uh, you know, possibility that you were abused as a kid. And it's not your fault if that's the case. And there are a lot of people who were gay who changed and stopped being gay and got married and had families. And you can do that too. Um, I don't know much about that path. I, I can't advise you, but there are people that have done this, many people. They even have some little activist groups. Um, one guy that I watched a two hour riveting YouTube video about is called Cy Rogers, S-Y Rogers, like Mr. Rogers. Look him up because that guy was full on, full blown gay and he's not now he's got, he's got married. He, he's got grandkids. Um, you know, he had kids and then grandkids and it's absolutely doable. And I personally knew a guy who had never been with a woman. And then something happened and he did was with a woman and he realized, oh my God, this changes my life. You know, I, I thought I was gay all the time and I never knew what I was missing. And this is so much better. And, you know, and he stopped being gay. So it's, uh, it's important that you, you try to, um, rewire yourself, you know, again, neurology, rewire yourself too, if you can. And then, yeah. And then there's the sigmas, which are, Look, the pain in the ass about that is everybody wants to be a Sigma and all the little gammas that are watching this when, when they hear, Oh, you know, you call yourself a Sigma, but you're just an idiot. And I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't care about you. You must understand how little effect your existence has on my life. As far as those classifications go, I am a Sigma and uh, probably the archetypal one, as I've been told by a few people. But, you know, it's not everybody wants to be a Sigma because he's seen as the James Bond, you know? Yeah, okay, fine. Let's use the James Bond analogy. So you're James Bond. You get all the pussy. You do the adventurous stuff. You know, you're thought of as cool. You're suave. At a cocktail party, you impress people with your vocabulary and your PPK and your ability to kill in cold blood. Well, nobody fucking tells you if you're James Bond for real. Is sometimes you got to kill people in cold blood and you don't even fucking know why. Okay. And you can't stand normal human beings because what the fuck do they know? You'd be in the trenches somewhere, offing people with a club because you ran out of ammo. And, you know, there's somebody trying to tell you about how, you know, a man is just as much a woman as a woman. And then there's some other woman talking in your ear about how, how she really needs this shade of lipstick because the other one doesn't work. And you're like, you're all fucking morons. I don't want anything to do with you. And that's isolating, you know, and it can be very frustrating. And if you have a high IQ on top of it, and maybe you have a little bit of a misanthropic streak in you, you can get real lonely. It can get pretty, pretty uh, intense, you know, unless you're a natural loner, you know. I mean, I remember when I was about, I don't know, in high school or something, 
one day like my mother i mean that woman never understood a fucking thing about me from from when i was two years from when i could understand words i don't think she ever grasped the goddamn thing about me but anyway i was like 16 and i was sitting at home reading a chemistry book or something for fun and she's like oh you know i know your dad says that he's kind of a loner but he isn't really and you know I've, i haven't known anybody who's a loner as much as you are and i just looked at her and thought we live in a practically a fucking desert there isn't a person in a hundred fucking mile radius that i can have a decent conversation with about any of the things that interest me the fuck you want me to do hang out with a bunch of fucking the equivalent of goddamn monkeys and i'm not talking about you know any particular race of people i'm just saying other humans that that were my age I, I mean when i was 16 i understood how a laser worked and, and why because i wanted to find out so i read up on it there was nobody else in my fucking class and there was none of the adults that i knew that could even talk about that or was even interested in it or or what a light year was or you know how certain things of astronomy were or even just random things that I thought like that were interesting you know what about insects or ants or you know how many billions of ants must there be on the planet whatever so you know being a sigma is like you're outside of the social hierarchy because you reject it because you don't give a shit and that comes from damage also you know kind of like whatever the omega and the the gammas have also been damaged you know we've all been damaged but Generally speaking, a gamma will be a gamma because he didn't have a strong father figure. And omega might have been abused or, or completely neglected or both. Uh, a sigma is basically somebody that might have been potentially beaten down as much as an omega in some way, but never gave up. Just fought his way around it somehow, whether intellectually, spiritually, emotionally, physically, all of the above. And so he becomes a guy who's just doesn't buy into any of the bullshit, you know? It's like, there's the alpha with his girlfriend and his crew. And you're like, I don't give a fuck. You know, you, you're, you think you're a big fucking man. I don't give a shit. Because if I bark in your face or if you piss me off, you're going to have to stamp my shadow out. Because as long as my shadow exists, it will eat your face. And, you know, that level of intensity no one has that other than sigmas you know and i think quite a lot of sigmas get passed off as psychopaths and they're not necessarily maybe some of them are you know i don't know it would be interesting what the ratio of psychopath of of cold-hearted killers or something where were sigmas compared to alphas or whatever i don't know it's it's a theory anyway i think the fact that sigmas put themselves out of the general hierarchy of, of other humans means that in general they don't really have a problem getting women um, all they have to do is just go for it and they'll find their own way so I don't have a lot of advice for a Sigma to, to get with a woman the advice that Sigmas need a lot of is remaining with that one woman not um, not uh, discounting the woman they're, they're with as as just another distraction or some other pointless ephemeral sort of thing because of our generic distrust and distaste for humanity we you know that can rub off you can start to think that all women are just dumb cows and that's not true you have to learn to perhaps appreciate their differences their, from, from men. And the fact that they are different is a great thing. It's a good thing. I never had that problem, really. In fact, my problem was a little bit different because I bought into the lie. And I thought that women were just, you know, as, as logical as men. You know, I expected the same kind of reasoning ability out of a woman than I do out of a man. And that's absolute bullshit. You know, that's a lie. If you do that, you're setting yourself up to fail badly. 
Women's brains just do not work like men's brains. They never have and they never will. And there's actually physiological differences because I started to look up on it. You know, after a while I realized, what the fuck? You know, it's like Owen Benjamin's joke, right? He says, you know, you get with one woman and she's fucking crazy. So you're like, no, I got to get away from this. Then you get with another one and she's fucking crazy too. And you're like, no, fuck that. You get with another one and she's even crazier than the last two. And you're like, what are the odds? What the hell? Is it me? And you know, what he says is true. He says, if you're going to change girlfriend, if you're going to get rid of a woman because she's crazy, that's on the same level as saying, I'm going to move apartments because this one has got gravity. You know, and it's absolutely true. It's a good joke and it's real. So from a male perspective, women are all completely insane. And they are because they, their brains and their biology all works on hormones and feelings. And their brain structure is so different from ours that that's just, they can't help it. That is what how it works. But that doesn't mean that they are invalid. And again, you know, because I had this very, I don't know, fucking communist ideals that, I don't know, must have, must have been put into me by my boomer parents at some level. But the fact is women's brain do not work at all like men's. Their ability to do honesty and loyalty is completely different from the way men do it. And if you expect a woman to give you loyalty and honesty the way you expect it out of another man, you will fuck your relationship up. Um, and I speak from experience. Women are capable of being absolutely loyal and absolutely honest with you. But the dynamic by which they get there is completely different from that of a man. A man will do it out of his own sense of honor and friendship with another man that he respects as having honor. Women don't have honor, nor do they need it, nor should they have it. And if you try to treat them that way, you hurt them and yourself. You hurt yourself because you expect something that they can't give you and you hurt them because you expect something out of them they can't give you. So a woman will give you loyalty and honesty if she loves you and she will love you based pretty much on how valuable she believes you are in society and how much she knows you're willing to sacrifice for her correctly. Because don't think that women don't know what correct is. Don't think that women don't know what justice is. They do. They will try and cheat it every single time. A woman will never try and, and play by the rules when it comes down to the, to the crunch line. She will cheat. But if she respects you enough, she won't cheat on you. She won't cheat on your kids. She, she will uh, protect you and your kids to the best of her ability. And in the end, if needs be, she will choose the kids over you, of course, because as, as she should, you know, if there's somebody that needs to be sacrificed, it should be the man willing to sacrifice himself first. And then the woman should be willing to sacrifice herself for the kids. You know, that's, uh, that's a given. And you can get women to do that. Uh, you have to deserve it. So as a sigma, I would suggest to you that considering the um, worthiness, if you want to call it that, of the female of the species is probably going to be your, your challenge. So, um, let me see if I've got any more notes here. Right. Oh, yeah. So know which one of those you are. Again, very quick recap. Objective reality, know how to think, effort is required, it's not optional, you, you're gonna have to uh, bust your ass, and um, you need to know who you are, you need to know which category you are in, not bullshit yourself, Those the, that's the baseline. Then get some manly physical activity under your belt, it doesn't matter whether it's digging ditches, Joining a martial arts club, take up boxing, uh, take up rock climbing, take up, you know, whatever, archery, jousting, gun shooting, it doesn't matter. Pick something physical. There will be consequences. 
there will be physical consequences. If you join a martial art, at some point you're going to get something hurt or broken. If you rock climb and you fuck it up, you might die. If you take up skiing and you fuck it up, you might break something or die. If you're digging ditches six hours a day or, you know, working as a manual laborer, you will get injuries. You might injure your back. You might fuck up your hand when you're hammering a nail and you're not paying attention and you hit your hand instead of the nail. That's what being a man's about. So get on with it. Martial arts are good. I would suggest martial arts to everybody pretty much because they help you with reality. You can't deny a punch in the face. It's going to hit you. It's going to hurt. It's reality. You have to deal with reality. It humbles you. It brings you down to earth. It teaches you that it doesn't matter how good you are. There's always going to be some guy that one day gets you, that can get you. And sometimes even the guy that you can get 99 times out of 100, that one day he'll get you too. Uh, so martial art is something I would strongly suggest. Um, and learn how to use a weapon or multiple weapons. Learn how to use weapons because you might have to defend your family, protect them and so on. Once you've done all of these things, and if you've done them truly and correctly, you may then be ready to look for a wife. Now, you don't have to do all of this before you start looking for a wife, but you'd be in a better position, put it that way. And now, how to advise you in that is very difficult because there's different ages, different levels of experience, and you know, it's not one size fits all. It, it really isn't. It's one size is unique to you. Every size, every, every, every situation is unique. Every person is unique. Every woman that you want to get with is unique. So, you know, there are no real generic, huge blanket statements that apply to everybody. But um, it also depends on your level of Christianity or lack thereof. You know, are you some kind of guy who's just been adding notches on his belt and now he's bored of it? Um, I got there. You know, I, I was I wasn't born that way. I wasn't shaped that way. My natural inclination was to be very loyal. Uh, well, I was with my first sort of serious girlfriend for like 13 years, you know, and I didn't cheat on her. I didn't stray. It's, I had plenty, plenty of opportunity. Okay. Really a lot. But I didn't, uh, I didn't go that way at all, you know, and, and I had some really good offers, not just, you know, cheap weirdo skanks, but really nice women. They were like, look, you know, I, I'd really like to be with you sort of in, in a approached in a very nice way, not slutty, not skanky, and I just turned them down, you know. But that didn't work out, and then the next one didn't work out, uh, and I got married, and and it was totally a mistake, and, um, you know, I'm still very good friends with my uh, first ex-wife, and then I just gave up, you know, I, I was in another relationship for like, I don't know, maybe a year, then six months, and then after that, I thought, okay, fuck it, you know, I'm clearly not built to be in relationships and then after that it was just a revolving door of women and it, it, it got to the point that it was just you know um it got to the point that um i, I used to go through cycles you know i'd get bored I'd, I'd end up with one two three four five sometimes i'd be seeing four or five women at the time and then i get bored of all of them and i just tell them all to like get rid of all of them at next all of them and just be by myself for like a week or two and then it would start again because I'm male I uh, have a very high you know testosterone level as you can tell from my complete lack of hair pretty much and I've always had a high level of energy high libido so okay next round and with each round the, the, the average type of woman became better and better or more more kind of what I wanted to end up with and but the cycle just kept repeating itself so often that after a while I was like, what am I doing here? You know, I mean, I now know that I can, it doesn't matter if I'm going to be 90 years old with a shriveled dick, I'll always have female company if I want it. I, I know how to get it now and it's okay. And it's like, but how superficial is that after a while? And I wasn't Christian at all. I'm not, you know, but I came to the conclusion, I, I basically got so much pussy that I was like, oh, you know, what's next? And isn't 
the only thing that makes sense to like get married, have kids and so on. So I tried that and I completely picked the wrong person. Didn't see it coming. Completely didn't see it coming. Didn't see, you know, didn't believe in narcissistic personality disorder. Didn't believe in that kind of mumbo jumbo bullshit, but I was wrong. And I think my uh, Asperger's, which I, I do have, although I don't present as such, and I can, I can, you know, you can give me a test and I know what to do to like answer correctly so that you don't pick up that I'm Asperger's, but it is there. It's just I have a high enough IQ that I can overcome it in most, most situations. But the thing about people with Asperger's or who are on the spectrum, they don't understand the concept of lying about your emotions. They can't even fathom really the idea of pretending to be something you're not. It's just kind of outside of our ability to, to grasp. So we can be fooled, even with all that experience and so on. Uh, I was fooled, you know, and uh, so that ended up horribly. And then after that, you know, I had my uh, road to Damascus moment and I started to look into Christianity and so on. I was still seeing women. And then when I realized what marriage and what women are supposed to be, I, I just realized, wow, I've been so far from that and I'm still so far from that. It's just like, that's like science fiction, you know, it's supposed to be one man, one woman forever. That's it. And I was, you know, with some random skanks and some real fucking crazy pieces of work, you know, and I, I, I didn't care about anything anymore. I didn't really have much to, to look forward to uh, generally. So I'm curious and I'm not scared and I don't have a lot to lose. I uh, ended up, you know, getting, getting with some really, uh, some women that really um, no one should fucking get with pretty much um but it was an experience too you know and then uh eventually i left that and uh and for a time i didn't see anybody a longer time than i've ever you know i'd worked out that the longest i've I'd ever been without being in a relationship or having sex or having a one night stand from when i started to have sex was six weeks, you know, well into my 40s. I never went without sex for longer than six weeks. That was the longest stretch I ever had. And then, then I had longer than that. And I was actually kind of proud of myself for that because I was like, you know, I still miss it kind of, and I kind of want it, but, and I'm kind of lonely, but, but you know what? There's something good here. And that comes from, from training, from martial arts. Because in martial arts, you're getting punched in the head, you're getting broken, you're getting beaten. They beat you up for a year in, in the dojo that I was before you, you can try for the black belt. And they do that again, you know, for the second black belt and, and, and so on and so forth. But um, I was uh, determined like to, and, and when, when that's happening to you, you're like, you have to tell yourself, you have to feel it. You have to feel like, why am I doing this? You know, I'm getting my nose broken, my ribs broken, my hands broken, my feet broken. I'm becoming crippled basically from all the injuries, but I'm still coming here. Why? Because there's a purpose in it, because there's something good beyond it. Even if I can't see it, even if I can't feel it, but I, or if I can't know it right now, but I can feel it. And so you go through with that faith, really true faith, which is not blind faith. It, there is something inside me that knows that I need to go through this path. And that was the same, you know, like the, the being celibate and not being with anybody. At one point, I even was briefly seeing this girl, I started seeing this girl, I, you know, she was just sitting, I was sitting talking with a guy for work and she was sitting at the table next to ours with like her friends and I looked at her and I thought, she's pretty. And I hadn't seen a pretty woman in a while, you know, and I'd been by myself in, for a while, for a few months. Can't remember exactly, but at least two or three months, you know. So, um, and my friend was talking to me, and as I was like, it was about work stuff, and I couldn't really fucking pay attention. And eventually, we had to go, and you know, we just had a coffee early morning. We were going off to an office and so on. And as we we're just about to leave, I said, "Look, just hold on a second. I need to talk to this lady." 
and I went up to her and I said, hi, look, I'm sorry to interrupt you with your friends, but you know, I looked at you, you're really pretty, you probably have two boyfriends and a husband, but if you don't, here's my card, give me a call, I'd like to take you out. And you know, all her friends made fun of her and she was a bit embarrassed and she said, no, I don't have a boyfriend or a husband. I said, oh, great, well, then give me a ring, you know? And I left and then she called and we started seeing each other a bit and we went for dinners and stuff. And it, it got to the point where she was a really nice girl. She was, she was a nice lady very Catholic, very believing. So in a sense, from where I was coming from, you know, which was to try and learn about this Catholicism stuff and that, and it kind of ideal in a way, you know, and uh, she cooked, she was, a, she was a good person, really good person. She taught me stuff about music that I had no idea. She taught me that I've got an ear for music that only 15% of the population has, which I didn't know. Um, I always thought I was completely negated for music, but she told me, no, just listen to this. And, you know, she did these little tests with me, you know, like, and then she told me, do you realize that only 15% of the population can hear what you hear in, in music? I was like, no, nah, that can't be true. And then she proved it, you know, she was a smart, smart girl too. But anyway, I was so trying to be good and not forcing myself you know i was just following what what i felt inside like no this must be the path this must be the path i'm looking for this god i'm looking for this truth and i know christianity is close to it and i still couldn't deal with the jesus thing you know i was like i just thought god god didn't didn't really deal with jesus as such that much but i tried and i couldn't and i was like oh, I, I still think it's just a man you know in some way and, uh, but I still felt this thing and I followed it. And, um, so we, I ended up in bed with this, with this lady, but, uh, weirdly enough, I didn't, you know, have sex with her. I, um, I made her have orgasms and stuff, but I didn't penetrate and I didn't have orgasms. And I, I, I did that because I didn't want to hurt her because I knew that if I had sex with her, then she'd get like hooked on me and then I wasn't sure you know that I wanted to be with her I was still trying to figure things out and um and she wasn't the right person for me you know but she was a good person and I didn't want to cause her harm you know and she sort of it that gave us enough time to spend time together to realize oh actually we're not really we wouldn't work you know but um and so she um, managed to like distance herself without without being hurt by it which uh, which was good you know that was good and um, and then I just spent a lot of time by myself trying to feel God and weirdly enough that's a long story I'm not gonna tell it now whatever but you know not even yeah to like something like two years later I got married in a Catholic church, got baptized, then, then got confirmed and then got married to a woman that I'd known, I'd met like 11 years earlier. And when I'd met her, I was like, she's the one instantly. I felt that. And then, you know, it was a long, it's a long story. Like I said, I'll, I'm not going to discuss it, but, uh, you know, it didn't work. It would have never worked if we'd got together properly. You know, we ended up in bed and on one kind of half drunk. She was, she, she had drunk a bit too much. And I only realized it like when we're already in bed and I was like, no, I'm not into this. You know, you got to be conscious and like know what's going on. So, but um, if we'd tried to get together then, it would have been a car crash. It would have never, ever worked. But 11 years later, yeah it works she's she is the one and uh you know we did get married and it's for life and it's i'm sure you know this is it so i've gone through a long road uh, and the only reason I'm, I'm telling you this is you might be at a level where you're still banging a lot of women and thinking it's great and then what i'm talking to you about is like you're like yeah, i know that shit man i know that shit but you don't you don't know what it's like to get married and have a family. You don't know what that's like. You don't. And it's going to be hard for you to, to, to understand that truly, honestly. Or maybe you're a brand new guy. You just got your first sort of sweetheart girlfriend. And 
And man, I wish you all the luck, you know, because the thing is, if that fucks out, or you might be one of the guys that thought he had that, and then it fucks out. Maybe she cheated on you, maybe you fucking did something wrong, whatever, and it just crashed and burned. Whatever you are, man, you can you can still correct, you can still have a family, you can still be with somebody, you can still have a meaningful life, you know? It doesn't matter how old you are, it doesn't matter how ugly you are, it doesn't matter how hurt you are, you can. Trust me, you can. I went through situations where, you know, I, I've never been a suicidal type, you know, never. And I never will be, absolutely. And now that I'm a Christian, it's comp it, was, it was always anathema to me, but now it's absolutely zero, zero chance, right? But I've been in a situation where I, I thought, you know, fuck, why don't I just eat a bullet? Because this is kind of painful and I, I don't see the end of it. And I don't see that there ever can be an end of it. And yet, here I am. I'm proof positive that you can go from the lowest depths of hell to bliss. So, don't give up on yourself. And know, know that I found my way. I didn't find my way so much as God found me. And then I tried to listen. I tried to listen every day. I tried to follow every day. And if you do, the, the life works out in a way that you can't even begin to predict, but it works out for you. So, you know, you have to do your part. Remember, effort is required, not an option. It's not optional. Effort is required on your part. But you can all get there. Don't buy the bullshit. And, you know, if you're unlucky like me, that you get attracted to the... You know, I remember there was a... A question or somebody want one a woman said on an old blog some woman sent me like 50 questions i want men to answer sort of thing and she sent it to me and i answered every one of them and one of them was one of the questions was like why do you why, why are you attracted to and go for all these super dramatic women you know and it, you could see you know from the from the 50 questions you could tell that the woman who wrote this is not that pretty is jealous of the pretty ones you know that sort of thing and like my answer to like, why do you always go for the super dramatic girls was they scream louder when we fuck them, you know, <laughs> and um, yeah, maybe there's some truth in that, you know, I definitely had some kind of weird attraction to crazy. Uh, and, you know, you know, the rule, don't stick your dick in crazy. But, uh, you know, it's a problem sometimes not being scared of things because it's genuinely unwise to stick your dick in crazy at every level um, so don't do that you know if you, if you got that bug then good luck to you because you're gonna have some fucking pain my friend and you know but the thing is you might have been divorced lost your kids can't see your kids all sorts of shit right don't give up it's not over it's not over and if you're a christian walking that road is a lot easier than if you're not uh, I've walk, walked it as both. I wouldn't have survived without being a Christian. I didn't become a Christian to survive it. I didn't choose to be a Christian. It just fucking happened to me. I am literally like the, the Saul, you know, Paul. I was, I could have easily been a persecutor of Christians and fucking beating them and torturing them and whatever because they're fucking idiots, especially the churches. I could have easily been that guy. And then nothing other than a lightning bolt out of the sky braining me and going, wake up, I am God and I'm here. Oh, fuck. And then you realize you're completely wrong about everything. I didn't pick it. I didn't choose to be a Christian because I don't want to go to hell or because I'm scared or because, oh, I couldn't do it on my own. I picked it because it's true. And then I realized the benefits after I... You know, I went to it because it's true, because it's the closest thing to the truth I can find. And then you realize how much strength it gives you that you never had, that you didn't know was possible, you know. And so anyway, I I don't know. I hope it's helpful. The, the part, the last part, I'm just talking about my life, but it's not about me. I'm, I'm talking about that to, to let you know that depending on 
on where you are in life. Um, you know, you might be a, a really good Christian that knows that you shouldn't have sex before marriage, although those guys are pretty rare. And the ones that do think that way, I think a lot of them are fucking morons. They haven't got a clue and they'll probably die a virgin. And again, I'm not advocating for the wrong thing or whatever, but the thing is we're all fallen, we're all sinners, and pretty much everybody's fucking everyone. So, you know, I, it's wrong and all that. And, and you'll only understand if you are that, that way, you know, if you are banging left, right, and center. You'll only understand why that's wrong after you've been through it. Some things you can only learn by by making the mistakes, you know. So try to make minimize your mistake as much as possible. Don't don't cheat women out of don't lie to them to get them in bed. Don't don't treat them don't pretend that they're worth more to you than, than what they really are, be honest. At least I was always brutal with, with that. And yes, it's brutal and cruel in a way. You know, I've been accused of that, but I'm not cruel, I'm not a cruel person. It's precisely because I'm not a cruel person that even when I was with women and, you know, they were like, oh, what are we? And we're like, we're fuck buddies, you know, if that's okay with you, great. And if it's not, you know where the door is. And I wasn't doing it to be harsh. I wasn't doing it to be cruel. I was doing it because I, I didn't want to bullshit anybody and myself. And, you know at least try to be like that at least try to be honest with yourself and and with with the with the women and then remember that you know the ideal situation is you find a good girl you marry her and um then you bang her and then you have a family the reality is we're so far gone that you kind of got to bang them to make them right to then marry them it's kind of probably that's the, what the situation is for most people realistically so you've got to bang them right to get them right to then that they're worthy of being married but in order to do that you have to become something remember you know if you're like oh you, everybody wants to marry at 10 what's your number remember that what's your number know your number and then you kind of know where you are Okay, that's it. I hope it was useful. And damn it, I went over an hour again and I'm tired. So good night.